This is Emma and Logan, and welcome to another episode of Empowered by Choice. And today we're going to be talking about the ideas of connection and disconnection. Yeah, so where to start? I feel like for me, uh, it's really easy now to feel when I am disconnected or coming from a place of fear or um, worry or lack. And when I am connected, coming from a more what feels like to me neutral place of being in love or in trust. Um, and it's been a long journey to discover wh which place I'm coming from. Um, but I think it's really important. And I, I truly believe that this work uh, could ben benefit everyone. What do you think, Emma? I feel like I'm almost becoming more sensitive to it. Like as I kind of go through life, like when I'm not feeling good, like I'm even, I'm less tolerant of even feeling a little bit not good. And I get like different physical reactions or different physiological reactions. I have, you know, like psoriasis that comes up on my skin when I'm feeling a little bit stressed. And I think, yeah, I'm becoming almost like, less tolerant to feeling stressed or feeling disconnected or not feeling good. I think because I'm becoming more and more used to feeling good and feeling connected. And I much prefer that feeling. It feels much calmer. It feels much better for my system. And it's definitely where I prefer to be. Yeah. Doesn't it just feel like a more natural way of living life? Yeah, I loved the analogy that you used earlier today about the, the spinning, the spinning of the earth. Yeah, so what I was saying to Emma earlier was um, I have this analogy and it's, I mean, it's come from working with my coaches and my and practitioners and, and um, other spiritual facilitators is, is this idea of when we're connected, we're spinning in one direction as if we are in um, unison or harmony with the universe. And it feels very natural. It feels very warming. It feels good, right? We feel good. We feel connected. We feel like everything is right in the world. But when I connect to judgment or fear or um, any state that isn't, that it's as if I'm spinning in the opposite direction. So I feel like for me, it disorganizes my organism and it throws me off of my equilibrium. So I have no sense of center or self and it becomes really hard for me to see and have awareness around what is actually happening. And then I fall into this spiral of you know, worry and the, my mind takes over and it could catastrophizes. And it, I just feel like a real disharmony, like, oh God, nothing is happening right in the world and we're all going to die <laughs> and everything is horrible. So there's like, it's almost like these two real extremes um, and I've even I've even heard um, a facilitator refer to it as the as an egregore, uh, and it and that's just and the name that they've kind of given it to be. Uh, and I don't know too much about it, so I won't speak too much on it. 
Um, but I'm, I'm guessing that that's kind of that field that you get sucked into and then it gets really hard to come out of because you're, you're kind of in this spiral of, of disconnection. Like it aggravates it. It makes it worse. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then it gets really hard to come out of that because I think for me, it, you can't, it's almost like, and I was saying this to Emma earlier, it's almost like when I get into that disconnection or I get into that spiral of, you know, judgment or worry or fear or doubt or whatever it is, it's almost like I, now I can see it um, because I've been working with it for so long. But when I was in it before, it's like, I couldn't see it. It's like the whole analogy of your head stuck in the sand. You have no idea that you're in fear, that you're in judgment, that you're in stress or anxiety um, because you're so far in it that you literally cannot see a way out. And you said your partner sometimes says something or does something that's really helpful when you're in that spiral. Can you yeah. talk a little bit more about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, this is also something that I try and practice with my clients or people that even I'm just interacting with and I can see that, you know, they're in an anxious state. So but anyway, what happens for me is because my husband and I, beautiful Lachlan, he, he's been on this journey with me um, the whole time. And, and, you know, I, he, the other day I was, I was in a state of just being like, I was just having a real shit day. Like I was just like, nothing was working. I felt like, you know, everything was just going wrong. And I came in and I was like, just venting to him. I was like, this is shit and this is shit and I'm tired and this is going wrong. And he just stood there and he just held the space for me. And he was really present. And he was like, man, like super compassionate was just like, that sounds like it really sucks. And he didn't add anything more, more to it. He just held the space and he's like, I'm so sorry that that's your experience. And I felt love from him. And it was almost like in that moment, because he was just holding me in my experience and meeting me where I was at, it was like it dissolved and I felt heard and I felt seen. And I was like, oh, maybe, maybe all of this isn't that bad. And maybe I'm just kind of, a, you know, exaggerating. And I used some other words, but I was just like, it just in that moment, it gave me a lot of clarity and he helped um, he helped me see myself in that moment and it just completely turned everything around. That's, yeah, that's that idea, isn't it, of like letting things be as they are or leaving space for things, especially things that you want to change. Um, and in that space that you provide for them, they do actually change. Yeah. Because when we're pushing against something or trying to change something, it almost like it creates resistance. And I find that hard. Like if somebody, you know, that I know is in a state of disconnection or is worried or is anxious, like I want to... Let's just use our example. <laughs> I want to solve right? it. I want to fix all the problems and make you happy again. Like I just <laughs> want it to all be okay. Um, because I'm assuming that it's because your discomfort is making me feel uncomfortable. And so I want to fix it. I want to change it. I want, I want to solve it. I want to sort it out. I want to give you advice. I want to solve the problems. Um, but I think it's often in leaving space for things that they actually have the opportunity to transform. Yeah. And to have the strength to be able to stand in someone's pain without wanting to fix it or change it. 
So hard. I think, yeah, I, so what, what can I do? Like I find it here in, in our lockdown that we're in, sometimes I'm having conversations with people and they're like, oh, it's so bad. Lockdown is, this is terrible for all of us. It's such, we're having such a hard time. And that's not necessarily my experience, but what, what can I do when, when people come to me and, and are not feeling good? Well, I think it all, I think it's for in just in my experience, in my opinion, I think it starts with doing the work on ourselves, you know, checking in where we're at, where's our energy, what's our experience, how are we feeling? And then just making like exactly like Lachlan did for me, just being compassionate enough to hold that space, to allow them to have that experience and be human and just literally be in radical acceptance of them in that moment, not trying to fix or change anything, but just have compassion for that. This is their experience and it feels really shitty. And that's very real for them, even if it's not real for us. Yeah, I think, yeah. It, the other night I had it, um, Toby, my partner did something that I found upsetting and normally I would go over to him. Oh, I was sick. Um, I got vaccinated this week um, and I got very sick from the vaccine, which we can talk about in a second. Um, but um, I woke up and he said, oh, how are you feeling? And I'm like, oh, I feel so sick. And he said, oh, no, you don't, you're fine. And he was just joking, but I felt very like unseen and unheard. And normally I would say something. I would be like, hey, that's not cool. I feel really unseen by you. Like you're not listening to me. Um, and instead I, I really, and it was, it was not easy, but I was just like, try something different. Try something different. Try something different <laughs> over and over because just trying something different from what I would normally do. I would normally approach and be like, hey, this is not cool and kind of make him wrong in his actions. And so I didn't, I, I didn't say anything and I just let it go and I left the space. And shortly after he like came in with a cup of tea and gave me a big hug and told me he hoped I felt better. And I don't think he would have been inspired to do that if I had pointed out that his behavior was incorrect <laughs> oh that's so beautiful that's so beautiful that you had the awareness around this is what I normally do do something different yes yeah I think I've just been um meditating a lot maybe that's what I don't, it was not easy though like I was just repeating do something different do something different over and over in my head <laughs> but I did something different I tried something different and I got a different result I think it's that Einstein quote isn't it that humanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result and what I want is is loving connection in my partnership and I wasn't receiving it doing my initial strategy and so I tried something different and you received it yeah. <laughs> example so let's go back to this vaccination <laughs> yes um I always said that if um not being vaccinated was stopping me from doing what I wanted to do then I would definitely look into it and go ahead with it and uh last week I got an email from my agent to and in order to go back to performing on cruise ships they require a certificate of vaccination and so Toby and I both booked in and we went and got our vaccines and he was fine and I was really sick for two days so let's just let's just take a step back though and just touch on the elephant in the room before we even start talking about this subject because I think 
uh, everybody can see and feel kind of this uh, righteous, justified energy around pro-vax or anti-vax. So Emma and I just wanted to talk about our experience with it. Um, and I think, you know, I think this is where we can start is that Emma and I, or I, I should just speak for myself, I actually don't feel pro-vax and I don't feel anti-vax. I feel more in a neutral position. I feel like everybody's circumstance is different. Everybody's needs are different. Uh, everybody's life is different. And I feel like people can make the choice for themselves. You know, our circumstance right now is that we have, uh, we're in a very stable remote location. We don't plan on traveling anytime soon. Our family is very young and we plan on, on having another child eventually. So our situation and our circumstance right now is, is um, we are feeling like no vaccine for us is a good choice right now. And not to say that that won't change later, our circumstance could definitely change, you know, like yours, Emma, you could be in a position where you have to get it. And maybe then we will then change our minds and we will get it. But I, you know, I can't say that, I can't say what will happen tomorrow. I think, you know, everything is kind of hashtag subject to change. <laughs> it's the climate, the climate we live in is everything, you know, we kind of have to just surrender into you know, what's in our current circumstance today. And we just need to make the choices today that are right for us and then see what happens tomorrow. And I think it relates to what we started talking about. I think you need to make that decision from a place of connection and you need to feel good about that decision. And it's Deepak Chopra who says that there are 8 billion different people on the planet, which means there are 8 billion different ways of doing things or different paths. And I think everybody is different. And judging people for their decisions when you're not them is not possible you can never fully understand somebody else's experience um, because you haven't lived their experience but I guarantee that if you had had the same upbringing as them the same experience as them you would be making the exact same decisions as them right now yeah that's beautiful do you want to touch on your um, position around anti-vax pro-vax I think it's individual. It's completely, I think it's the same as you. It's, it's everybody has to make the right decision for them based on their circumstances and they will know what is the right decision for them because it will feel good. It will feel like the right decision. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. What are some ways that people can find that connected place to let them re-tap in to that energy, that quiet place within themselves? What are some good strategies that you use to help reconnect? Yeah, so in my experience, and like I said before, I think everybody's experience uh, is a little bit different and everybody needs different things. But for me, I just take the time to be in nature and quiet and very introceptive. So I will do things like meditate or I will go for a long, very quiet walk. And when I say quiet walk, I don't mean walk with friends and gossip and chat or, you know, I, I, I make a really conscious decision to make sure that it's a very mindful walk. So it's you're paying attention, you're absorbing, you know, the healing gifts from nature or from your environment. Um, I think your environment is really important. 
Uh, and slowing down for me, it's to slow down. I think for me, I have a tendency to want to work and fill my time and like I have to be accomplishing something or I have to be success. Success means making lots of money or being, you know, super busy. And for me, actually connecting means slowing down and, and you know, lighting a candle or like self-care. And that's anything from going to book yourself a dentist appointment, getting your hair cut, uh, you know, exfoliating your skin before you get in the shower or moisturizing once you get out of the shower, just really, really small things. It's almost like mothering the self. It's like thinking about yourself as a child and being like, what do I need? And how can I take care of myself so that I feel good inside to out, making yourself a beautiful, healthy meal, sitting down in, in quiet, not watching the TV or something like that, no distractions and paying attention to the food that you're eating. Like, you know, a mindful eating practice is really something that's really beautiful. And I can actually tell the difference. It's like, if my nervous system is heightened and I'm in that fight or flight, I'm just like throwing down the food and I'm not paying attention. And I don't think that the body absorbs the nutrients the same way when you're in that state. And so when I just, I allow myself to maybe do some inner work. And when I say inner work, I just mean, what is my internal state right now? And if it is, if it is heightened, how can I get myself back into parasympathetic, which is the rest and digest. And my body will do just that. If I can relax a little bit, my body will return the blood back to the vital internal organs. My digestion will kick on and I can actually absorb the nutrients from the food that I'm eating. And I think that is massive for me. I've, I've seen a huge difference um, in just paying attention to that. Yeah. And I think, you know, it's, they say you are what you eat, but in actual fact, you are what you can absorb and your body really has trouble absorbing the nutrients from your food when you're in that stress response. So I think not only doing positive things that feel good, but also starting to notice when different things have more of a negative effect on your system. And that might be types of conversations, conversations with different people. Um, for me, the news tends to create um, a stress response in my body. I don't feel good after I've been, I call it doom scrolling. Um, I, I don't feel good afterwards. I feel much better after I've been outside or I've played with pumpkin, my pet rabbit, or I've done some exercise or I've done some meditation. And so I'm just trying to notice what helps me feel connected and what helps me feel disconnected. And I focus more on those things that make me feel connected. Yeah. It's actually so good that you touched on the things that make you feel disconnected, because I think that that's where it starts is that if we pay, if we can start paying attention to our individual selves, because remember, like I said at the beginning, it's going to look different for everyone. But if you can start to pay attention to, hey, I just did this certain thing. Maybe it's like hanging out with a friend that you always hang out with. And since high school and you just literally have never thought about it, you just always do it. And then you start to pay attention to how you feel after those interactions. And you're like, hey, wait a second. I always feel tired and like shit after I talk to this person. And I know, 
that's just a really big one because people have people have a tendency to get into I have a tendency I should speak from the first person in my experience I have a, a tendency to um, notice that I can fall into patterns and and if I'm not paying attention to that pattern it's like something is changing but I can't figure out why so then I have to like take this huge you know I have to take more time to go backwards and be like, well, where did this start? You know, I feel shitty right now. I've been feeling shitty for a while. Where did that start? And then it's almost like you have to go back and retrace your steps or pay attention to what you're actually doing to get yourself into a good state. Notice when you get into that disconnected state and then be like, oh, this was the reason why I got into a disconnected state. Maybe I won't do that so much, or maybe I'll try not to do that at all. So it all starts with this idea of awareness, which is where a mindfulness or a meditation practice can be really valuable because it's helping you train that muscle of awareness. So you can start to notice what's bringing you into a state of connection and what's bringing you into a state of disconnection. Yeah, beautiful. Well, thank you, everyone. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Disconnection and Connection. If you'd like to us to speak on any other subjects or more on this subject, please comment and we will definitely make an effort to touch on those subjects for you guys. You can find us on Instagram at Empowered by Choice. Have a beautiful day. Mm-hmm.